Wow. Tell your neighbor, wow. Father, we thank you. Father, we honor you. Father, we glorify you. We just want to say thank you. Father, we thank you for all you have done and what you are yet about to do. We are grateful in the name of Jesus. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, it's good to see you. Amen. Yeah, it's good to see many of you. Most especially those of you worshiping with us for the first time, we love you so much and may God bless you. Amen. I feel like singing, but I want to preach quickly. I'm not going to say put on the screen because there's no screen. In Romans chapter 12, let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Just give me, give me, give me that screen. Whilst it open, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. you are waiting for the exposition of his word you want to be praying and say father talk to me father we need a word from you we need something that will change our life we need something that will metamorphosize us something that will translate us into a form that is not imaginable within the cognitive perception father we thank you Sing it like you want to bless him like never before. Sing one more time to the Lord. Hallelujah. Touch us, Lord. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. 
I want to talk on the subject of entitled Be Transformed. This free, the first quarter is our month, our season of transformation. Our season of transformation, what do we say? Some of you are not here. Come on, I want to hear you. Our season of transformation. So, when you want to be transformed, there is something that goes with it. And I preached last two weeks on your ability to render your body as a living sacrifice. And you cannot do that properly until you begin to view it from the perspective of the mercies of God. So if you have not listened to it, you have to listen to it to understand the dimension why you have to offer it. If the porter hasn't got the surrendering of the clay in his hands, he cannot mold it to be a cup or anything, or any, anything profitable. So the first thing you have to do for you to be able to be transformed in the hands of God is for you to all submit and offer. You have to offer it. Tell your neighbor, offer it. You are offering it as a living sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Today I'm going to look at, and last week I spoke about one's ability to hear and to see. There was a sister who was sitting here, right where my sister-in-law is sitting. It's all right. So she was sitting there straight away. The, the door. Is that your, brother, your sister? Yeah. And I told you that the Lord spoke to me on Thursday. After the end of the service, I went to her and I said, don't worry, everything will be fine. He said, it's already fine. Because on Thursday, they phoned me and they told me things are working. Praise the Lord. So when you see, it's a different thing. I've already spoken about it. The Bible said that they called the prophet Elijah, Elijah and said, are we going to win this battle or not? He couldn't speak. He said, just wait, just wait. Then they, he said, let me get somebody who can sing. And the Bible said that while the minstrel was singing and praising God, the presence of God came down and he heard the voice of God. Don't ever take step in life when you don't know what God is saying. Praise the Lord. Anytime the presence of his word, the Bible said that his word giveth light and understanding to the simple. Praise the Lord. So today I'm going to dwell predominantly on, I'm going to deal with the first part. I'm going to talk about renew your mind. Tell your neighbor, renew your mind. He said, do not conform to the pattern of this world. There is a particular pattern. It is not plural. It is singular. I wish we had a projector working, but I will try and do justice to it. He said that I want you to all do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be ye transformed by the world, by the renewing of your mind. Tell your neighbor, do not conform. To conform means to comply with rules, standards, and laws. I like it when John chapter 15 verse 19, Jesus said, He said, if you, if you, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world would hate you. Praise the Lord. So it means that something's going to happen tonight, today. You were of the world, you were following the precepts and the ordinances, the standard, the rules of the world. Now I have taken you out. If I took you out, you can still not operate in that dimension. As we aren't of the world, we cannot follow the patterns of this world. 
if we follow the patterns of this world, then our outcome will be just like those of the world. I want you to be with me here because if you want to walk with God as a Christian, I told you that the book of Romans was not written to ordinary men. It was written to Christians just like you and I. And Paul was telling them that you cannot follow the patterns of this world and expect the outcomes of God. It's not possible. You cannot walk within the framework of the worldly standard and expect God to work with you. Now, the Bible said that you are of a form and that form can only come after you have been transformed. Come on, be with me here. It said that be ye all transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your ability to be transformed is subjected, predicated upon your ability to have your mind renewed. I was watching a movie a few years ago, as you have watched it, and I know you might have heard about it. Oh, little ones have got what they call transformer. Transformer, a human being, something that can be formed in the, in the shape of a human being can be transformed to be a car. And I promise you the kind of transformation God is looking at activating in our life is that which eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor entered into the heart of any man because God is the only one who has prepared for those who love him. The word transform means metamorphose. To metamorphose is being described as, met another word is used, is used in the scientific term as metamorphosis. Metamorphosis means to change physical form, structure, or substance, especially by supernatural means. Another meaning says that a striking or alteration in appearance, character, or circumstance. And I went to check the meaning of striking. And I believe that that is going to be the portion of somebody in, under the sound of my voice. The word striking means attracting attention by reason of being unusual and extremely, or, or what, we, what we term as um, uh, it's, term, it's, it's, it's an extreme, it's an extreme word, manifestation. It is very attractive. And I, I want you to know something. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible said there was a striking moment. And how did the Bible describe, describe it? It said, there came that which was like a rushing wind. And it filled the whole place where they were sitting. And there came upon them that which was like a cloth of fire. When you begin to hear the description, it makes you feel like, I wish I was there. But the Bible said that it didn't fill everywhere. It Feel the place where they were. I prophesy upon your life that there is an encounter that is about to be activated in your life. That it will become a striking one in the name of Jesus. The word is used to describe Jesus in Mark chapter 9 verse 4 verse 2 to 4. Three, the Bible talk about the transfiguration of Jesus. The Bible said he was transfigured before them. His clothes became shining, exceedingly white, like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. This was a glorious moment, and that is a transformation. And I want you to know something here. If God is about to cause a transformation in your life, the people who know you will not be able to acquit 
heart will not be able to correspond what is being seen and what has come out of it. Let me describe it a little bit for you. The Bible said, God changed the life of Elizabeth, whom everybody called a barren woman. The Bible said that God said to, the angel said to Mary, he said, go to your cousin Elizabeth, the one that everybody has concluded, even the doctors and everyone around have concluded that she was called a barren woman. He said, go, I have transformed her womb, and now that which was empty has now become that which is able to contain something miraculous. Not only is she not barren, but she is carrying the one who opened the doors for the next generation. I prophesy upon somebody under the sound of my voice, the spirit of transformation is about to hit your life. And not only your life, it will hit your entire house. If you believe it with me, shout a bigger amen. I want you to understand the only other place that Paul used the word transform is in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. It said, but we all with unveiled faith, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, having been transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. Now, as I explain the word glory to you, the word glory means the apex of beauty. That is why the Bible says he's glorious in holiness. He's not just holy, but he's glorious in holiness. The apex, the highest level of beauty. And I want you to understand that we are going to move this year. We are moving from glory to another glory. The kind of glory you are about to experience. Men would think that that is the end of it. But later would they know that is the beginning of it. And I pray. How did I know? He said, the latter days shall be greater than the former. I don't know what he has done in your life, but it is just the beginning of the greatness. If crossfire at this stage, we can be in such an atmosphere and we can have such an atmosphere, and then we believe that whatever God has said concerning our life, we believe it will come to pass because he that has started a good work is about to bring it unto perfection. I don't think you understood what I just said. When somebody is an artist and he's drawing and he has not finished with the work yet, and yesterday you are now appreciating the drawing he's doing, get ready and wait patiently and begin to see what will come out of what he's drawing. And after he concludes what he's drawing, it brings it to the place of perfection. I don't know how far you have come. I don't know who told you you can become what God said you will become. But I am here to announce to somebody that God will serve is the God of transformation. He's about to transform that which concerns us. If you believe it, shout a bigger amen. This exercise of renewing of mind must be done cognitively and consciously, deliberately and willingly, individually. What I mean here is that our experiencing the transformation power of God can never be permitted or allowed into the fabric of our existence until we get our mind renewed. When Paul was talking to the Christians in the Rome church, he referred to complete and total 
transformation, not partial. Uh, what we call metamorphosis has got an incomplete metamorphosis. And that incomplete metamorphosis, only some part of the human being or the animal begin to change during the metamorphosis. Animals that only partially change their body as immature are called, I mean, what, what, there's a word here, I can't even pronounce it. But the word over here means that they are partially transformed. But when you partially transform, it means you are not whole. And that is why God doesn't want to transform you partially. Because if he transforms you partially, the glory he's expecting out of your life is not going to be shown. Let me explain it a little bit to you. My Bible said that Joseph was born to be great. And because of his greatness, he must come to a place to itemize and beautify the word of God. And my Bible said that in doing that, God had to take Moses, what do you call it, Joseph through sequential process. And in that process, the Bible said that when he was in prison, everybody loves him and everything was placed under his hands. It was a level of of glory. When he went to Potiphar's house, everything was handed to me, him. It was a level of glory. But the Bible said that when the apex of the glory came, he became a prime minister. And that is where God wants to send you. You don't have to be the charmer in the prison. He wants you to be the charmer of the whole world. And I'm about to tell somebody under the sound of my voice, I don't know what men have told you, but if you believe to them, you will become what they said you will become. But if you believe in God, the Bible says some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but them that trust in the Lord, they shall be like Mount Zion that is unmovable and unshakable. I want you to tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, get ready. Uh, yes, in the science world, there is something you have to understand. And there is something that came up. I know they are doctors and some, to, to, what do you call it, people with, with a level of uh, inclination in the medical fields. Uh, there is a word we call epigenetics. Epigenetic is a study of the environment and other factors that changes the way the genes expresses itself. And, and, and the genes is a part of the DNA in the cell that controls show the physical development and the behavior of the individual and how he relates to his environment. Let me explain it a little bit. What I mean here is that when you put somebody who comes from a very remote country and a very remote side of the country who have not encountered greatness in life, their way of thinking and the way they become is quite limited. What it means is that when I change your environment, it means I can change the things that comes out of you. Because when I change your environment and I change your relationship with your environment, I am changing the way you are thinking. And because of the way you are thinking, I begin to command things that you thought are not in you to come out. The reason why I wanted, I did accounting economics management in school, is not because I wanted to become an accountant or not. I, I had no idea about it. But one time I went to the, I went to the, I went to the bank and when I saw the smart dressing the way the guys there have dressed 
and the way the way they were looking masculine and they were dressed so smart I said I think I must become an accountant the environment I associated with changed my perception it changed the way I was thinking it changed my logic it changed my oblogata it changes my perceptivity why because my environment was changed and I came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that whatever made you encamp whatever limited you whatever made you look down upon yourself I prophesy over your life that may God give you that environment that will influence your thinking pattern and because your thinking pattern have changed the Bible said as a man thinketh in his heart his soul is he I prophesy I don't know who told you you amount to nothing but I've come with the influence from heaven to come and call things that are not in you as though they were if you believe it shout it shall be when God gives you a mandate, he also gives you an environment to enable us to achieve the purpose which requires our trans the transformation of our mind, the renewal of our mind. It also means that anytime God speaks to any situation, as automatically that there comes an environment that influences the transformation of that environment. Let me slow it down here. God asked Abraham, he said, I want you to move out of your father's house to another place because what I want to do with you, it is not containable in your father's house. And precious one, anytime God is moving you from a place to another place to, ma to manifest his glory and you cease to move, it means you impaired the hand of God. I want you to understand there is somebody under the sound of my voice. God is moving you into an atmosphere. So so that it will influence your ability to enjoy the pleasure of your life. Let me explain it more biblically. The Bible said that when Saul had an encounter with Samuel, the Bible said it's one of the prophetic mandate he gave to him. He said, I want you to know that you will meet a company of prophets. And when you meet a company of prophets, by virtue of your association, it will cause you to prophesy. And my Bible said that when Saul began to prophesy, people began to ask is so also among the prophet why because God changed his atmosphere I pray over your life today that every atmosphere you need for your next level is about to permeate into your body right now in the mighty name of Jesus you don't understand where I'm coming from uh, because of time. The Bible said that Moses spent 40 years in Egypt. And yet still he said, God, you can't do what you said you would do in my life. In order to transform him by the renewing of his mind, the Bible said God sent Moses to the desert for 40 years to take out what 40 years as corrupted in his body. After God transformed, renewed his mind after 40 years in the wilderness, he got up and went to Egypt and brought the children of Israel out. I am about to pronounce to somebody who has been decapitated, who has been tarnished and who has been suppressed by virtue of the things you have heard that have implanted something in your ear, that nothing good will come out of your life. I prophesy upon you today by virtue of the ability of the mind to be renewed. Receive the ability of your mind to be renewed right now. If you believe, shout a bigger amen. Uh, you have no idea. 
Listen, the strength of a man is not in his physical strength. It is in his mind. I was going for an interview. When we saw the extra, it's not part of the salary. But what you get for being in that position, it was around 6500 or something. It was a second in department. And at that time, I, I, just, called, I just got my uh, teaching qualification. And I saw the job and I felt like going for it. But something in me told me, ah, maybe, maybe. But a friend of mine was sitting beside me. He said, what would you lose? You have all this experience. You have got this all experience. What will you lose? By virtue of what I had and what I was feeling with in me, I went for the interview. By virtue of going for it, I got the job. But I want you to understand that if the people around me had discouraged me, I wouldn't have gone for it. It wasn't because I was incapable, but because something crippled my mind. You don't understand. A fish was put into, into what do you call him? A fish was put, there was a fish, uh, what do you call it? Aquarium or something. And what they did was that they placed a fish in and they blocked it with a, with a, with a transparent glass. So anytime the fish wants to go to the other side, it hit the head on the glass and it bounced back. After many years, the fish stopped going to that side even when the glass was taken off. Most of your mind has been caged. Oh my God. I didn't know. I have more to talk here, but let me just talk to you. Before I come to why your brain, your mind must be transformed. I'll come to that next week. Precious one, I didn't know. I thought when you apply for a job, you are under the mercy of the one who is interviewing you. Until I got to a place where I met a man who told me, that he told the one who was interviewing him. He said, I will only, he said, this job you have is a good job. But the conditions of the work and the things around it, I am not ready to take the job. He said, until you put things in place, I will stop the job. From that day, I got to understand that when I go for an interview, it is rather a privilege for the one interviewing me for me to work in their company. The Bible said the children of Israel went to spy the land. And the Bible said, listen to me, precious one, because you have allowed your mind not to be renewed. That is why you are what you are. Not just what you are, but how you are. And even when you are. The Bible said, it, listen to the word. I know you know it already. It was called the promised land. Who promised them? But the Bible said that which was promised for them. The Bible said they went to look at the land. And their mind told them they cannot possess it. Your problem is your mind. Your problem is your mind. If you subject your mind to renewal, your life will change. Praise the Lord. I was... I was watching, I'm not kind of a guy who watch boxing. But I was watching 
The world is wilder, isn't it? The world is wilder. The only wilder. He was going to fight Tyson Fury. And they asked him, in a way, why are you here? Like, what are you trying to achieve? He said, I'm trying to enter into his head. Do you know when you face, they were, when you are going to fight, sometimes you can be the person you are facing, you are going to fight with, but because the person has entered into your mind. Some of you, you came to church to listen to preaching and you saw something that took your mind off. I will go deep into this next week. Precious one, your mind, do you know that the fall of man was because man changed his mind. The Bible said that in Genesis chapter 3, God called, the devil called the woman to a place and had a dialogue with the woman. And the Bible said that so the thing that she was seeing that was not pleasant as food became pleasant as food. We have to go through. That is why you must understand this. That what God, what God is getting ready to do in your life, you cannot walk in this world like an ordinary man. You have to tap into the realms of the spirit and begin to associate your things with the things that concern spiritual things. You, you, you don't understand. That is what gives me the confidence. When I come into this house, when Crossfire came into this town, a lot of people told me to go and start a church in, in Margate because that is where I'll have a lot of people. I told them, don't worry, because of what I have seen in the spirit. We walk not by sight, we walk by faith. And what is faith? Is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence not seen. Your life is predicated on things that are sensually percepted. That is why you can't go anywhere. You, you, your life must be residing in the realms of the spirit. You must see the things that have been revealed to us, the things that have been freely given to us so that you will begin to subject yourself and walk in the realms of possibility. Precious one, what God is getting ready to do in your life, there are things you have to invest your mind to be renewed on. Your problem is that somebody told you and you believe it and that cemented your mind. But I know and I like what Paul said. is that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I remember many years ago when I became ill and I became sick. I became very sick. They said I was infected by a, dead, a, a, a very dangerous disease. And it gave me three months to leave. And when the doctor checked my blood, when you check my blood, I became very anemic. When I walk, the wind blows me, I go off. My whole body became very skinny. The doctor said, it is not possible. But I said, what you are saying, it is factually true. But I have heard something else. I have seen something else. When the Lord told me, I will heal you, the disease went away without me realizing where it went to. You have no idea. Stand on your feet. If you recite yourself to a place of renewing of mind, your life will become better than it is. Those who will not prepare me.
I want you to pray tonight. You want to pray for yourself, your children, that Father renew their mind to the kind of status that will lead them to the transformation that you are ready to do in their life. Father, take control. Begin to pray. Father, my Father, my Father, I pray tonight by the grace of Jehovah. Give me the mindset that will lead me to the transformation. That I will become what you said I will become, not what men said I will become. Father, we give it, Lord. Such you were This renewing of mind initiate itself when your life is given to Jesus. If you are here and you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus. I promise you it will transform you. It will change you with a striking change. If you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want you to lift up your right and I want to pray with you. Your life must be surrendered to God so that he will renew your mind. Father, we give you glory. Matchless love and beauty. And Everybody, place your right hand on your chest. I want to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. That let there be a touch, Jesus, a touch of your spirit that will bring us to a place of renewing our mind in the name of Jesus. May we become what you said we'll become in the name of Jesus. Let the life of our children be touched. Let their mind be renewed that your glory will shine in their life in this year 2024. Father, subject us to a place where our white mind will be renewed in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
Somebody shout a bigger amen. 